Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Are you guys ready for Fat Mascara? I'm ready. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. We've got a great episode for you. I know. I'm very excited about this one. Um, before I share the guest, what topic shall we discuss today? We have a few biggies on deck, all right? We're going to recap the Fragrance Foundation Awards, which I'm still recovering from. Can you smell me? Can you smell me? I still kind of like... I thought that was my pits, to be honest. No, no. That was last I, week's episode. Sorry. I smell very floral and expensive right now. Then we're going to answer a listener question about all things blonde. Mm. And then we're going to talk about the Estee Edit 
No mas. No more. No mas este edit. Mm-mm. Our guest is Ms. Ursula Stevens, celebrity hairstylist extraordinaire. I, I mean, I just have to say it. Her biggest client is my one and only, you know, Miss Riri, who, by the way, might be preggers. I Did just, we get Ursula to talk about it? <laughs> You're going to have to listen. To me, I be work, 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 work. You see me do me da, 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 da. All right, so guys, um, I haven't seen Jen in two weeks. This is probably the longest I haven't seen you in probably four years. I know, and then I saw you coming out of the taxi, and I was like, oh my gosh, you have long hair already. Like, within two weeks, you got long hair. I did get a shipment of Sugar Bear hair. Thank you! And they actually sent stickers with it, too, which I'll probably post because they're the coolest stickers. Uh, that's a new thing. Brands are sending stickers with their merchandise. Milk does it. Glossier does it. Sugar Bear hair does it. But yeah. I've been downing Sugar Bear hair. And I've got long hair for the summer. Convenient. <laughs> Convenient. So Take I can heavy, put it up long hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good um, time to grow my hair. Not what this segment's about, though, right? No, 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 no. We're going to talk about the Fragrance Foundation Awards, which I was repping fat mascara. Thank you. I'm sorry I missed it. It was great. Um, it was... I was sad because it was Elizabeth, Elizabeth Musmano's last Fragrance Foundation Awards. She's moving on, as she talked about in her episode. Um, it was a very glamorous event at Lincoln Center. What did you wear? Um, I wore a Marquesa Note dress. Ooh la la. It's not mine. Did you walk on the carpet and like step and repeat? I did not go on the step and repeat. I was more like leering at the people at the step and repeat. I never do, even when they ask you to. I'm just like, oh, I don't yeah. know what to do here. Step, Debbie Mazar repeat. was there with um, her date, Ever Bess. Younger's coming back on TV. I love her in that. I love that show. Okay. Um, but... It was a it was fun. Um, Joe McHale was there, and he was really. I felt like he was ribbing the industry a little bit more than previous hosts. Like Alec Baldwin, kind of plays the game, makes a couple like gentle jokes. A lot of them like at his expense or like about the government or something. Yeah. Joe McHale was really going for it, and I wonder if people found it funny. If anybody in the business or who was there has any thoughts on that, please email me or tweet me because I felt like he was. Really going hard. I mean, it's the fr- Oscars no, of fragrance. Yeah. It's inherently corny yeah. in a way. You yes, know? but but he was. I felt like he was going kind of hard. I was laughing, but I don't know if other people found it as funny. Uh, you know what? I need to recap though, because I actually was the judge for one of the categories for the Ooh. for the indie fragrances, and I kept asking who won, who won, because I know who I voted for, and I didn't go online to check. So, did you take notes for me? I can tell you who won. Okay, I'm really excited. Outrageous, simply divine. Oh, sorry, Anna Vreelands. Yes. Why are you so disappointed? Because bottles played into it. When we were voting, you had to give a score for both the bottle and appearance and the fragrance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their bottle score was definitely the bottles are gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Not my cup of tea. Very floral. I don't really see you as. I mean, not my every, flaws of flowers, yeah. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> every, I mean, every, obviously they're all different juices for all the Vreeland fragrances, but I don't really see you where like responding to that line. Okay. But um, I can see them winning. What there, else? What else? Won? I was really happy that um, the Consumer Choice Hall of Fame award went to Victoria's Secret Heavenly, which is my favorite out of all the Victoria's Secret scents, which they have like four thousand. I'm not a huge VS. I believe four thousand is the exact accurate yes. number. Thank you for that. I mean, they have so many flankers, and they have they must have a different Flanker. you know edition every single you know season or even month. Uh, I'm just not the consumer for that, but Victoria's Secret Heavenly, I actually did well wear. Yeah. It's a gorgeous fragrance. Tom Ford cleaned up with three awards. 
um, Joe Malone cleaned up with three with three. Tom words. Ford was the La La Land of the Oscars. Yes, and it, Joe McHale made a really funny dig as he said, um, he was like, maybe uh, after his third win, and somebody from the company came to pick up the award. He's like, maybe next time Tom Ford will show up, <gasps> and then he was like, John Varvatos did. And like John Varvatos won, won two fragrances. John Varvatos showed up. Oh, I know his fragrance with like a little netting around it. Yeah, they stuff. all have like one is like a motorcycle jacket and actually has leather around it with a zip. One has, you know, like um, basket weaving around it. And I can like seriously hand on heart. I think John Varvatos men's fragrances are better than any other men's fragrances out there. You hear that, Mr. Ford? Stop making I'm movies just... and show up to the damn <laughs> Fragrance Foundation Awards. What else were you happy to hear about? Um, there were just so many. There were a lot of funny moments. Um, I think people, yeah, they don't take it too seriously. Or I mean, some people take it very seriously, but some people also re- you know, realize it's like a fun night to hang with people. So the funniest moment, I think, of the night for me, or the most memorable, was when they were reading the nominees for Indie Fragrance of the Year. Okay. And Heretic, if I'm saying that right. Heretic. 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 Was, they announced it. I heard this blood-curdling, but kind of enthusiastic scream from like a row or two. From a heretic. (laughs) And I realized it was Douglas Little, who is the perfumer creator of the the brand. And he was like screaming for, you know, just kind of like giving a shout out. To himself. Yes, yes, but he's such a kind of cool, you know, it's a unique guy. Like, he's one of a kind. Good. Like, that don't I take w- yourself too seriously. You're seriously. And he looked like I could see his cheeks kind of smiling, like Aww. the silhouette. And I was like, that is, like, he is so passionate. And he just screamed so loudly. It was like, thank, it was like a jolt of energy in the entire And everybody was probably all stuffy. Yes. And then, uh, I was, I think I was smiling for, like, the next 20 minutes. And I, I, like, Instagrammed him the next day. I was like, was that you? And he was like, oh, my God. I just, like, screamed in my apartment or something. Uh, he did the um, D and co-candles, that very goth line from about oh, yeah, 10 years yeah. ago. He's a genius, and he works with tons of other brands, and he has his own line. So I'm sorry he didn't win, but I think he like won the night in my book because that's I'll remember that for years. You sounds like you had a blast. I'm a little bit jealous. I wish you were there. Next year, we'll go together. Next year at the Fifi's, or the, we don't call them that anymore. Oh, and Joe McHale pointed that out, too. Oh, thanks. So. Yeah, he mm. pointed, yeah, he was he was Next year, for blood. fat mascara hosts. <laughs> yes. Oh, Elizabeth. Call us. Jen, we've got some listener mail. Wait, wait, we get a sound for this. Coming across the wires. Because we're in 1943, apparently. So Alexia emailed us at info at fatmascara.com. You too can do that, listeners. Send all of your beauty questions. We will do our best to read them on the air. And she wants to know, uh, she has silvery white blonde hair. She says over time it turns yellow, but only at the roots. The same thing happens to her friend with honey blonde hair. Basically, what is going on with all the pale blondes of the world? And they're using purple shampoo. They're doing their best, but their blonde just keeps turning. What is happening? What can they do? I did a little research. Oh, thanks. Because usually people just ask about yellow all over, and that, you know, it's it's probably oxidizing, right? Yeah. So it's getting brassier. But what's but up? It's just at the roots? The That's band weird. At the roots. So I talked to Mary-Kate O'Connor, who is actually my colorist at Eva Scrivo Salon, mm. and she said, okay, two things could be going on. First of all, um, when you... If she has, like, brown hair and she's trying to go all the way to that silvery platinum, yeah. you have to use bleach, right? It's probably the bleach wasn't processing long enough. So it lifted enough color that it got yellow, 
but not all the way to white. However, the colorist might have done that on purpose, is what Mary Kate said. Okay. Lifted it as much as she could because she didn't want to break the hair, then toned it to the silvery color. So she lifted it to a pale yellow, toned it to the silvery white. Then maybe two to three weeks later, when it starts to go yellow, that's actually just the toner rinsing out. And what she's seeing is the color that it was bleached to. And so immediately I was like, well, then she needs a new colorist because they're making a mistake. They need to leave the dye on longer. And Mary Kate was like, well, that's possible. But she's like, I have done that because I don't want to damage or break off someone with really dark hair by bleaching all the way to the white. Because if you bleach all the way to the white, you could break the hair. So, so you might have you. to like buzz her head. Right. So <laughs> so it's she should go back when that happens. She should immediately go back to her colorist and be like, oh, is it, you know, do I need my toner again? It might just be that she needs toner. She might not even have to pay again. Oh. Um, okay. That That's was very interesting. Kate's hypothesis. The other thing is it still could be oxidizing, just maybe only in that strip of new um, newly dyed root hair, in which case you want to use the blue-purple shampoo. And I said, well, this listener does. And she said, have you ever noticed there are different um, variations of the blue-purple shampoos? Yeah. Um, like R&Co has one, but it's like a very pale lavender, whereas like Clairol Shimmer Lights from back in the day is like blue-blue. People really like the Clairol Shimmer Lights, though. People are diehard Yeah, so that. she's saying maybe this woman's shampoo isn't blue enough. Mm. Um, and she recommended, hold on, I wrote it down, Shuimura Luster at Home Glaze in Purple. Because it's it's not just like a bluish purple shampoo conditioner. It's literally like an at-home glaze. So she's in a way like doing her own version of the toning. That's a great, great tip. Yeah, the other one, and she said she was a little bit hesitant, is called Manic Panic Virgin Snow. But that's not even a gloss or a toner. That's actual like blue dye diluted. So you have to be really careful because you could end up dyeing your hair like... Yeah. You don't want to be like Marge Simpson walking around. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. I people say that. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, Mary-Kate's good advice. And her friend with the blonde hair, probably same idea happening. Though, if she's not going all the way to platinum, I'm guessing more that would be a colorist error. Okay. We, we, we can't solve everyone's problems no, here today and with at the color questions, Especially with color and hair questions, it so depends on... Yeah. Like, don't shop around. Go back to your colors. Explain what you didn't like. Like, she wants to know so she can try and fix it before you go testing out a billion other colorists, yeah. you know? Yeah, don't give up so easily. Alexia, let us know how you get on, and good luck. Jen, the beauty world was in a tizzy while you were away. Oh yeah! By the way, I was on vacation. On vacation. Well, you're on a bus- you're on a business trip. Yes, we're on a big girl business trip. I brought the Instagram followers along on my spa journey. By yeah, the way, are you guys, are you guys following our Instagram? Because you can see Jen go into a freezing room and then a sauna afterwards. Not naked. It was totally PG. Okay. So <laughs> while I was away, what happened? Um, well, we were a missing you, but b the beauty world was gripped by the story of Estee Edit. Closing. Oh, I, that's big news. But I was like, oh my god, what happens? No, that's big news. <laughs> that is me. really big news because I remember just a couple of years ago going to the event for Estee Edit. Um, the blogger Irene Kim was there. They had about like seventy-five SKUs. It seemed like you know all the different products. But they never made it super big. So if, for people who don't know, it was like I called it like the juniors line of Estee Lauder. The juniors right? line. Yeah, it was like the juniors, it was like Macy's juniors like line. The five seven nine of Estee Lauder. Oh my Lauder. god, that store that was oh. horrible. 
I know. What if you weren't five seven? I wasn't five seven nine. I was like a twelve slash fourteen, and I did not did not make me feel good. Anyway, triggering sidebar. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning. Five seven nine. <laughs> So, anyway, it's a junior line of Estee Lauder. Positioned slightly. Diffusion line. Diffusion, okay. Positioned slightly younger and uh, faced, repped by. um, Irene Kim and Kendall Jenner. But the the thing was, there there are two parts of the story, I think. A, this, it came out really before, like just a hair before um, Kylie Jenner got big right. you know it was like right as she was emerging so this was like you know the younger D- the jenner's line and b it was like this is our social media inspired line and it's co-created with these girls who really get social it's like yeah instagram inspired i remember yeah. writing about it for Co- for cosmo and it was like kendall jenner you know does face masks so Sounds like we're so doing face masks yeah. i know yeah it really feels like it was a million years ago and she co-created this palette and we were doing blurring creams because it's all about the instagram generation and you're it, it does feel like it's of another time i have a theory now it just came to me what's the as theory i'm learning this in real time and processing it's funny because estee has been on a bit of a buying spree this year and who have they been buying estee lauder company's parent company like two-faced which does that very well social media inspired palettes and such and they also just bought Decium. So maybe they figured, I don't know if this is true, by the way, like rather than put all of our efforts into building a brand which takes so much money, which is hard to do to mm-hmm. find that perfect thing, let's buy brands that do this well and have them be part of our stable. Mm-hmm. Do they give a reason for? Well, here's what they had to say. They said Estee Lauder created the Estee Edit collection for Sephora because it was exclusive to Sephora. I think um, abroad they had their own store or something like that. Um, and... They admit, they say, um, after a year of valuable insights and learnings, we have decided that a separate brand in North America dedicated to recruiting millennials is no longer necessary. Listen, anybody that says recruiting millennials does not know the millennial customer, by the way. Um, okay, so they admit that it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's, it, I, I feel like, oh, yeah, they also acquired Becca. That's another big thing. Yeah, and they have, like, the, didn't yeah. they do the Jaclyn Hill palette? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. theory's playing out. Yes. Hmm. I think that, you know, people kind of see through that, like, this is the young, funky line. Like, it had spray paint on it. It had, like, scribble. And names that were, like, you know, filter or mm-hmm. ha- selfie. Like, remember what? It just felt like your mom was trying to, like, Yeah, yeah. It was, like... Not Estee Lauder, but, like, whenever yeah. your mom's, like, trying to be, like... You can have here's whatever your the version. kids are saying today. Like, yeah, I'm woke or whatever. The but, hell. but also, you know, bear in mind don't that think, was somebody's mom, not yeah. mine, and not me. I, yeah, okay. Um, but I think like Kylie Jenner really backs her line. It feels okay. Here's another. You just said woke. I'm gonna, you know, dust off the old that, that old chestnut. I see you're woke, ready. and I'll raise you. Yeah, I a. will raise you and authentic. Okay, it was not authentic. Um, I can't get them so confused. Um, then that shows where my head is at. Kylie Jenner, that lip thing, her whole lip empire, whether yeah. I'm not into it, but it feels authentic to her. She clearly is all about those lips. You know, it's on her Snapchat. She promotes it every, you know, second of the day. Yeah. It's all about, you know, the lips with her. Kendall Jenner, I saw her in the ads, and then she was gone, and then she was in the Estee La- the big she's mama Estee Lauders, news. yeah. And the but I've never favorites. seen her pr- push this in my life. Yeah. So I just I don't think it was all the pieces didn't add up. It yeah. was nice product, it really was, but it didn't feel 
authentic. And she just put air quotes on that. Yeah, Rightfully yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, it just it felt like um, people see through that dressing. Also, it was a little pricey, I thought, for if it's going to be the diffusion line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lovely quality. And by the way, I just previewed some new um, Victoria Beckham for Estee Lauder products. I think some of their great formulations that they did for Estee Edit are making their way into. Bex's or what do people call her posh I don't know I, I think she doesn't like posh anymore I okay. think she uh, she doesn't she resents that title I, I got to hang out with her a little bit tell me more um she was posh no she was actually really cool <laughs> and she knows her stuff but these formulas like really pigmented eyeshadows mm-hmm. and like a, a glitter gloss that you would actually wear that like on your eyes that didn't look sparkly mm. and gross and she was joking about how she spent her life in like sparkle on stage so she knows yeah. glitter better than anyone um, they have great formulas at Estee Lauder and better to use them in an authentic line where someone's obviously involved in like really owning it than plastering a face I mean, look what she it. did with fashion I think it, I think I said this before but like I think Victoria Beckham will be just like how Tom Ford was like, you know, micro collections for Estee Lauder. Mm. Victoria Beckham will be a stable line. Yeah, in Estee they're Lauder good at that. Soon. Do that. Yeah, and then buy Becca and Too Faced. Yeah. if you want the uh, the Gen Z, the crowd. Junior set, the five seven. I'm not saying it. I'm just kidding. I am so happy to have Ursula Steven back in the house. We had her for our amazing <laughs> panel in September, but now we have her all by herself. We wanted some one-on-one time with yeah. Ursula. She is a celebrity hairstylist. She has too many clients for me to count, but I'm just going to sit, just rattle off a few. Rihanna, Carrie Washington, Mary J. Blige, amazing, Jordan Dunn, Serena Williams, Laverne Cox. It's just getting exhausting. The list oh, is so that, long. that made me sound really, you know, legit. Y- you are so legit. Like, <laughs> you are beyond legit. I literally forget. The clients I have sometimes, and people ask me, I'm like, "Did I do I her have to hair?" Think about it sometimes. So <laughs> it's, that feels good to hear it. It's ridiculous. Basically, you've done everyone's hair, and everyone wants you to do their hair. Um, you write something. You wrote something really. Well, first of all, I love following you on Instagram and your Twitter. You actually like, use Twitter in a really good way because a lot of people are pretty lazy about their Twitter, and I feel like you. are you read some funny I, stuff. I started to get lazy, but now I'm coming out of my laziness. So no, I'm like, okay. Please get back on yeah, it because yeah. you're really funny. Thank you. Um, but you wrote something really funny on your Instagram and you said, um, let me know when y'all tired of looking alike. And I thought that <laughs> you just gave <laughs> <up on> the, <laughs> shade. <laughs> the shade of it all. And it felt really fitting for you because you create these really memorable, I don't want to say signature because you're always, it's not like someone gets locked into one of your hairstyles. Yeah. You just always push people out of their comfort zones Ooh, good way and say that. give yeah. people a hairstyle that it's like, oh my God, that is good. Who did that hair? And then we Google it or, you know, we see, you know, the credits like after right. the award show. It's always you. So what have been some of your favorites? I'm going to let you talk about it rather than rattling Some of my favorite red carpet looks to do or to watch. No, that that you've done on your clients. Oh, wow. I have a couple. Um, With Laverne, I had, um, I think it was maybe People's Choice. She had a white dress on. Don't remember. It might might have been. It was one of our first. No, not People's Choice. It was maybe SAG Awards. It was one of whatever award show it was. It was it was her first, and it was also our first together. So this is um, when Laverne like first came out on like on a big award show. Yeah, she had a white dress on. The back was out, and I did like a braid across the top. That was fun. So she was out of the orange jumpsuit for yes, orange orange jumpsuit. Okay, and that was one of my favorite looks. more recently, I did something with Mary um, at, in the south of France. 
And I kind of, Mary's very used to wearing her hair like really, very coiffed and off her face and curled. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, I want to do something straight. Let's yeah. do something. Let's, let's make it a little edgy and young it up. She had this beautiful gown on, and I always, I feel like I like the the whole opposite thing, like the you know the high end, low end, or wearing like a super couture gown with like maybe like cornrows. I love that whole oxymoron. So I just said, you know what, let's just go straight, and we did it, and she really loved it. So that's like one of my like recent. With that faves. gets into like I always wonder how you come up with these image changing kind of moments with hair. Like if it's Rihanna and now she's got a bob, is it always because hey that outfit called for it, or is it more like we're bored, but, let's do something fun? And just to be clear, you gave her that bob that yes. everyone saw her. Like you took her from the kind of. I don't not to say like a teen star, but like a pop. Oh, star. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yes, yes. you I took her from. Yeah, you took her from that. You know, she had those flowing waves, and she was very like, like pretty. Everybody when you're all looking alike, and, like and that's yeah, she yeah, looked exactly. pretty. That, but you know, that was yeah. kind of it. I mean, she she looked like record company. But she didn't hair. look cool, <laughs> basically. And then suddenly she had that really angled bob, and you're the one who did that. Yeah. So maybe I should have like let off with that, but I feel like you were being modest. You gave Rihanna like that bad yes, bitch look. I did. I did. I am. Thank you. That's me. That's was it yes. strategic? Like we need to break you out of the show. I think it was. Well, back back to answering your question, mm. it's, it's a sprinkle of everything. It's, it's a sprinkle of me being bored, me being me seeing what the outfit looks like, and mm-hmm. want to kind of make a statement you know it's a little bit of everything but I think at that time with Ree it was definitely a matter of both of us being bored like yeah. and you know she was bored too she was bored tried looking look like everyone else and it was She's time like, for I a new project like I don't want to sing this umbrella song yeah. anymore yeah and you know when your new pro- <laughs> when your project comes out you kind of want to make a statement you want people to, to listen and look so yeah. it was everything was just happening together so it was a little bit of everything yeah that makes sense yeah so how do you think, you, I mean, we're rattling off that huge roster of clients and I didn't even scratch the surface. You're obviously super talented. Like that's not in question. But how do you have, how do you think you've amassed this big roster? Is it your skills? Is it a little something extra? You're very funny. Hmm. You like have, Laverne, wouldn't you love to know my little yeah, I know. Secrets. I know. Hmm. Like, like when you brought Laverne <laughs> on, was she like, I like what you did with so-and-so, so that's why I want to hire you? Well, I started something? working with Laverne. The first job I had with Laverne was was the cover of Essence magazine, and it was her and maybe a few other actresses. I can't remember right now who else it was, but some really good actresses, like Alfre Woodard, I think, was on it, um, Denai Guerra. It was a whole bunch of them on the cover, and mm-hmm. I, they, they, everybody had their own glam. We just we just meshed, and I just I guess I turned her hair out, and she loved it, and I, she literally booked me. She had something coming up the next week, and she booked me, and that was all she wrote. Wait, she did she already? Sorry, did she already come with her own glam? No. Oh, okay. I was I, like, I was her glam. <laughs> okay. when, when you do like a group shot, if you see a cover, yeah. any type of editorial, and it's like five actresses on it, of you know whether it's male or, or female. Everyone has hair, makeup, and wardrobe. They come with get, their own teams. Well, not necessarily. A magazine will, will find people and pair people up right. who they think is, will work well with them. So they put me on her. Okay. And we just hit it off from the first day, and that was it. And I've just been working with her for like the last maybe two or three years now. Now you, in addition to having all these clients, you also have a salon in Brooklyn, which I just think is so awesome. Like, I didn't even know that. When I saw that question, I was like, how does she do this all? This is I don't insane. Know. Okay, so I, I, the logistics of it aside... The fact that you have a salon just, you know, is beyond. Can any old person just walk in or do you have to be like a friend of Laverne's, a friend of Riri's? <laughs> like how, how do no, we get it? No, it's open for everyone. Everyone who walks into my salon is a celebrity. I, I work behind the Is that the trademark? I know, no, it's, it's absolutely true. Everybody who comes in, we treat them the same and, and we take walk-ins, we take appointments. I take clients. It's just a lot difficult for me because I travel so much. So if, 
when I decided to open the salon, I knew that it couldn't the success of my salon couldn't be based on me being there because yeah. I'm still busy with my freelance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons why I wanted to open it anyway is because I'm very invested in my industry and I wanted to be you know, the saying goes, there, there are no bad students, they are only bad teachers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really feel invested in my industry. And I felt like if I'm going to open a salon, obviously it can't be, you know, like I said, based on me being there. But I want to have a home for, to, for great stylists to come and have a great place to work, a great place to learn, and to, to really be a, a, good, a, a positive impact on my industry. So that's... So you want to give back to other stylists. Yeah, of course, Did, of course. How, what was your experience in beauty school like? It, well, beauty school was fun. It was great. That's where I learned. Mm-hmm. But my salon experiences were so weird and wacky and zany oh, that I mean. knew. Well, I, I worked when I was in high school. I started doing here in high school. Mm-hmm. My beauty, my beauty, my beauty school was a high school. It was a vocational high school downtown. And you're in, you're in Brooklyn. Yeah, in okay. Brooklyn. So I worked in um, salons after school and on the weekends. So when I I've been working at salons for years. I know them inside and out. So one of the first major salons that I worked at was owned by a bunch of guys. Great business mind, but they didn't know shit about hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So knowing that, yeah. it's like I felt like, you know what? And when I left them, I was like, I, I really don't want to work at another salon that's not owned by a... Yeah. The owner has to be a hairstylist. Put it that yeah. way. You can't just think that I have this bright idea, bright idea. I'm going to make all this money and get all these girls to do hair and go. It doesn't work like that. To do hair and to be great at it and to, great at it and to be successful, you have to have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. It's not a money-making thing. You're going to make lots of money if you're good, obviously, but that can't be your only you know, yeah, yeah. motivation about it. So with that being said, I knew that I want to open a great salon for people, girls to feel comfortable and, and know that I understand your pain. I'm a hairstylist. Right. I've been there. I know it's, it's annoying That's to really- sit here all day and have one client, but don't worry. You this is part of the game, you know? Okay, yeah. you also are in all the magazines. Everybody's always interviewing you. Mm-hmm. We talk about trends. You probably get annoyed because you're like, there's no Ugh. trend. What is that? Why? Let me let you ask the question first before I answer. <laughs> no, no, tell me. I was actually going to ask it at one point. Like, that is like the most hated question. Right, right. It's so like why? the most what's annoying the question. Like, what's, what's the, the trend? trend? Because obviously, you know, there's always something new because, you know, I have to give love to my industry. But at the same time, it's 2017. What's really new? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think what what really is the, the the thing is that we're doing everything right now and better. So we're still doing pixies. We're still doing color. We're still doing highlights. Mm-hmm. But the industry has evolved so much that everything is so much better now. It's better technology. Mm-hmm. Our tools are better. Our The, the hair extensions are better. Mm-hmm. So I think we've just evolved. And whatever we've been doing, we're just doing it greatly now. Okay, but you can't deny, even looking at the numbers, that texture in the last couple of years has become, if you want to say trendy, I don't even think it's trendy. I think it's a shift, a movement yeah. that women... A shift. Uh, there is. It's a movement. Women, it's definitely Women who relax the hair, less of them are relaxing. Yes. Even women who don't have naturally textured hair are embracing their waves and curls. Yeah. Why do you think that came about in the last, like, what, what do you think it is, like two years-ish? I think it's the knowledge. The industry just got yeah. better. We, we got, a, like I said, everything is better. Our technology is better. Our products, our tools are better. So what we didn't have 10 years ago... We have now. So now girls who had really coarse hair or really kinky hair and couldn't handle it before because we didn't have the tool or we didn't have the product, now we have it. So now it's giving women an opportunity to embrace their natural texture. And I think mm-hmm. it's a great thing. I don't think it's a trend, though. Right. That's like not I said, a trend. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's an actual movement. Mm-hmm. The girl, those girls are not really going to go back to relaxes. What's the, what's the point? Once you've learned how yeah, to do your hair. Yeah, once you've learned how to do your hair and, yeah. and figured out you can be versatile and you can do this and you can do that. 
You don't yeah. need to do it. So I think it's definitely a movement. It's a really big movement. I think it's a great movement. Okay, so with this new technology, new products and everything like that, what about the transitioning? Has that gotten better? Because I still hear from so many women that that's the hump to get over. I think the transition, the transition period is getting better, but it's always going to be a hump. Yeah. What, what do you tell people to do? Condition. Yeah. Condition, because if you're transitioning from having a relaxer to natural, you have to consider that demarcation line in between the natural hair and the relaxed hair. Yeah. And that line is very weak. You have two different textures that are b- still Have you bonded. ever seen it like break off at that yes, line? Yes, yes. So that's, that's the thing. So it's, it's a matter of just really paying attention to your line and, and what products is, are, are perfect for you and your hair type. You know what I mean? What may work for one natural girl may not work for the other one. But the transition period is, is becoming easy. It's not easy, but it's becoming easier. Is there like a go-to conditioner that like everybody that comes in your chair who's working through that process is going to be using this? Uh, or it depends on the girl. It depends on the girl. I change it up a little bit depending on, you know, and that's the thing. People don't realize that everything starts at the sink. That's the foundation. You have to have a great shampoo, conditioner. Or at home at the shower. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything that happens at the, the foundation is that a good shampoo, you want to make sure that hair is soft and pliable before mm-hmm. you decide to do anything else to it. Because once it dries, then it's a problem. Do you think it has to be a salon shampoo? Do you think there's a difference between the drugstore and the salon stuff? I think there is a difference. It's the, real, the big difference is the quality, you know what I mean, the the price point. But you still can find great things that are inexpensive, especially yeah. if you're going for, like, conditioners and, you know, moisturizer. You can find it. It's just a matter of, you know, Tell us the organic drugstore this. Pick. And, What's the drugstore pick? Hmm, my drugstore hmm. pick right now. What's my drugstore pick? Or it could it's be like a good, like, pick. mask or something. Hmm. I have so many. I love I like the suave stuff. The suave and the dove stuff is really good. Do you like the suave stuff and like the goldish packaging? Yes, I knew yes, that's the professional yes, stuff. I yes, like the, I like I the blow it. dry lotion. That mm-hmm. is amazing because it's a good a good detangler. It softens and it conditions. Mm-hmm. It's really good yeah. and it's not heavy. And even though I'm a I'm a big fan of creamy stuff. I don't yeah, like stuff yeah. that you just spray and like kind of like mist into the air because I'm yeah. like, where is it? Where'd it go? Like, <laughs> right, it went on the it, sink. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like the fact that the suave <laughs> blow dry lotion is a spray out, but it's also heavy. So you see where it lands. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> soft and it's creamy. I like that. Um, You've spoken about hair in an interesting way because, or I think a really modern way, when you talk about hair, you've said hair is hair. You don't talk about it in like, if you have, you know, black hair, if you have Caucasian hair, if you have Asian hair, which when I interview other hairstylists, they do talk about it in those terms. Do you feel like, you know, you have been really purposeful about that? Well, let me start by saying that I still do say black hair, white hair. You know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's like it's like short term sometimes like yeah. in, profession, in, my, in my world. Like if I'm telling my sister, oh, she's a white girl, she has this hair, you know, just so she can know. Yeah. But when you take it back and, and really get into the professional side of things and the common sense of things, it really is just hair. Yes, we have different cultures and different, you know, from different countries. Asian hair is different. It's a lot stronger. It's a lot straighter. But at the end of the day, it really is a scale of being from straight to coarse. Mm-hmm. That's it. Do you th- do you think that you get what I'm saying? So yeah, think, no, about, no. think about if a white a white girl and a black man have a baby. You might what, get what kind of hair. Yeah, is that? Exactly. You know what I'm it's not very, black hair. It's not white hair. Right. At this point, now you have to really look at the texture. Right. It doesn't matter if it's the mother is black or the father is white. You ha- you're looking or at you the texture to figure out white what's going to work. Mother and father and have black hair on your head. Exactly. Like that. So yeah. you know. So that, like Jewish that's hair. That's my thing. Like, like, it's like pinky curly cores. Yeah. 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 I don't have that as much, but like a lot of people in my family, they're Jewish and they don't have like silky, silky right. hair. It's 
course it's curly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think the way, you know, to talk about it like that is a much more modern way, but the hair industry has gotten themselves into like a little bit of a pickle when talking about products. Yeah, in, yeah it's like in it's that way. Weirdly segregated and that's at what, the that, and that's aisle. And that's where those jabs come from because it's like, come on. Yeah. Let's 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 figure this out. Let's 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 understand what it really is, and, and you know, yeah. and that's also for me, me saying to other professionals, like you go on set and you run from the hair that's coarse and kinky because you haven't learned about it. But it's it's this is your profession. It's still hair. Do you think that hairstylists hair. or like some hairstylists still don't know how to deal with certain types of hair? Yes, of course. So what's the, what's up with that? Is it they're not learning that in beauty school, or, mm. or like yeah. where is that gap? Where is that happening? Well, I think one of the gaps could be beauty school because when you when you go to beauty school, you mainly learn on straight hair. So if you're going to beauty school and you wanna you you wanna you wanna be a hairstylist and you're only learning on that hair, you learn this in school, you only learn learn how to do the roller set, the curl, the cut, everything on mm-hmm. straight hair. Yeah. And then you go out into the field and you're faced with another texture, you're gonna be afraid. Have you really seen people on set like that is an image of someone <laughs> on set I not, not mm-hmm. being able to work on hair that is not like straight white hair? Yes, I see that. I like, see I mean, them struggle. Because you're working in, like, you know, yeah. like A-list environments yeah, I've with seen the top, it. top people, and this is still yeah. happening. Yeah, I've seen it happen, or, or they're doing it, but you could tell they, they, they're not comfortable with the way they handle mm-hmm. their hair. You know what I mean? They just don't know. Yeah. And it's not that I'm saying they're wrong or, or, you know, it's horrible. I just feel like that's what's happening. They're yeah. just not learning on it. Yeah. So why I'm so, people look at me and like, oh, my God, you can do all hair types because I learned on straight hair, and I grew up with my own hair, so it, there was no gap for me. I, I understood it. Mm-hmm. You know, right, I right, learned right. on straight hair. So I think that maybe it has to start with the schools. They have to really start incorporating different textures and, and teaching it. Yeah. You have, again, like some of the most creative work, that, you know, in hair. But sometimes I'm like, where the hell did she think of that? Like some <laughs> of like, you know, the green, the red wig, the green the green wig for, well, you did a red wig for Rihanna too, yes, right? Yes, we did red. The green wig for Rihanna, yeah. red wig for Rihanna. <laughs> uh, where do you come up with this stuff? Where do you get your inspiration? Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, do you go on special trips or do you just like, does it come to you in the shower? I mean, I I think I do have a creative mind. So I just, I also think of ways to do things differently. Like, I feel like if I get tired of seeing the top knot, I'm like, all right, I I don't mind a top knot, but can can we have another shape? I just like to see, I like to be refreshed and see something different. So I just, I just take it from everywhere. Like, you know, I travel a lot. Yeah. I travel overseas. I'm always in like places like Japan and London and Mm -hmm. Paris and even just those things will just open up your brain in a different way. Just seeing how how people people take on fashion and hair and style and it's it's different all over the world. Traveling, you know, New York City, just walking around New York City. This is a nerdy question, but like, where do you keep your inspiration? Do you have like a, a special board? Do you have like a wall at home? I just wonder where I have a this board. Secret yeah, board. I have a, I do Ursula, have a book that like I, jo- two, one, I do two. sketch in sometime and I always keep it with me oh, you because sketch. I may think of something and I may want to write it down. I don't sketch as often. I only sketch when I when I visualize something. That's the only time I can really cool. do it. I like, can't just sit like there fashion, and draw a hairstyle. Like a fashion designer would? Like if they had a dress idea? Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Or if I know a big gig is coming up like something like Met Ball and I know I have to get think outside the box, I really will go to the museum and look around and see what's happening and just open up <gasps> my brain. I, all, I do that a lot. Because it's museum. like sculpture sometimes. Yeah. Do you go by yourself or you bring an assistant no, or something? No, by myself. I don't, I'm, a, I'm a loner. I'm like an extrovert 
introvert kind of person. What do you mean? So I'm good around people, but when I when I need my time, I'm I'm really good being alone. Oh, Jen like, and I, really, I talk. We're like that yeah. Too. I like to be alone. I really love to be alone. Mm-hmm. It's fun to be around people. I love that, but I know my limit and I know what, when down. I'm over it. You know what I mean? I like you all get right. Tired. You're like too much yeah. with the people. I need yeah. Or someone to leave in two minutes. <laughs> no, I really do like to. Be, I like to be alone, and I think those are the times when I I um. I get creative and I think of things when I'm in my own space. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about some things you don't like. (laughs) Um, Uh No, I was thinking about this. Like people sit down in your chair. Is there anything that like a woman or a client, whether famous or not, would do to her hair where you're like, why did you do that? Like, what can you do to piss Ursula off? Hmm. Um, I don't like when people come to me with extensions that someone else did. And they want you mm. to style them. Yeah, or you don't even get a fresh them, start. Or have to fix them or do mm. them. That's not my thing. I don't like that. Do you have a specific technique for putting them in, and that's why? Or yes, uh, I have my own technique and the way I want to do it. What? So it's like when I have to work around somebody else's work, it's kind of annoying to yeah. have to do that. But I, I, the the thing about that is, I always kill it, and then the client feels like okay, it worked. You know what I mean? But yeah. not really. Like I had to do. It's like surgery, really. Or putting a puzzle together, yeah, yeah. and not even knowing what the puzzle is supposed to, what the outcome you have to is. You do like a diagnostic yeah, test, exactly. So I, I don't like that. Don't well, do that. I'm just curious <laughs> on what your go-to. I'm sure it changes for every girl, but like what your go-to extension like technique is. Are we talking sewing or are you some? And you don't glue, do you? I, mean, I do glue. I, I, my technique changes depending on what look I'm going for. Oh, okay. And some girls are very like some girls. Are, oh, I don't wear any glue because it makes my hair fall out. And I'm like. But if you're doing something That's super the worst smooth. thing you could tell me, too. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're doing something super smooth, you want it to be seamless at the top. Uh-huh. Right. So I always so like to bond. That you yeah, I like, to, I like to bond for that. Okay. If I'm doing like a full head and somebody wants a whole new look, like say if you want to, like, Ursula, I just want to bob and I don't want to cut my hair, sew it all up. I'm going to mm-hmm. braid it all up, stitch it on. That's so, so it cool. all depends on what you're going for. Is there ever a mix? Because I yes. heard like Beyonce doesn't have like she has like a weft here and a thing. Like it's not. It one definitely thing. is a mix. I do mixes too. Okay, so can what's the? I'm always been curious about this. What's the most amount of money that could be on a woman's head? <gasps> do you think? Oh, lots of money. Like yeah. okay, give, yeah. give us a ballpark. You, like, you have to you buy it half the, the time, you, right? Well, for them, they're not coming. A always custom, with their hair. a custom, a really good custom, not like any regular lace front or just whatever from the beauty supply. A custom lace front wig could cost you between six thousand and ten thousand dollars. Do you have your like go-to person that makes them for you? Yes, he's hard to find, and I finally tracked him down. But yeah, and a Is lot he a of the secret girls source like you keep him kind of like, like yeah. a secret source. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know him, you know him. If not, then it's kind of like. You know, one of those things. And yeah. I had to, like, get his number from somebody else. and It's this whole thing. But, yeah, you could spend a, a good, on a good lace front, really yeah. good lace front, you could spend at least $10,000. And just for people who don't know, why would you want a lace front? Because you want that versatility. You want the naturalness of it. It's like the most natural wig ever. Like, once you put it on, you can't. You could just be like sitting with me machine and you would proof, not. Yeah. If you yes, will. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So when wow. it blows, I, that's why I think yeah, women it's don't lightweight. understand. It's lightweight. It moves. People don't realize that it they put like... so much weave on sometimes. Realistically, if you were to cut off all your hair, yeah. it's not that much. Yeah. It's not really that much if hair. It's... If you really were to really cut it off and put it in two bundles, it's not that much. People get weaves and extensions. They put so much hair. It's... That's not natural. Oh, like that's Ariana why it looks day, I saw her the other day. I was like... Wow, yeah. that hair is bigger than the. She's a yeah. teeny tiny girl. It just doesn't look. You think it's yeah. fake? I, of course it's fake. But yeah. 
I'm I think so she's going for that look. That. I'm like, no. oh my god. No, I think she's this going beautiful hair. But she she's going for that. You know yeah. what I mean? It depends on what you're yeah. going for. Nobody's ponytail. Yes, like it's that. her, her ponytail is like a super sized ponytail. That's her look. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's and it right. looks amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? But when you're going for like something natural and you're you're an actress or you're a celebrity or a musician, yeah. And you feel like you know I'm doing this every day. I, I can't curl my hair every day. It's going to break off. It's going to fall out. I want something to, to really replicate what I'm going for. Or if you feel like you know, like like Beyonce, she wears super blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, she has to sometimes switch up between extensions and wig wigs yeah. and stuff because if not, she wouldn't have no hair. Right. You know what I mean? She'd yeah. be gone. So you want to get something that's going to replicate the naturalness. Do you ever have to manage yeah, expectations for work. women that come in and think that's natural hair? Yes. Oh my God, her face is amazing right now. People show you these amazing pictures of Beyonce with this windblown hair, and it's like, girl, if you want that, you have to walk around with a fan all day because (laughs) Beyonce has a bunch of people in this photo shoot that are making this, you know, come together. It's just not, she just not, um, it's not just that. And do you think that she, like, probably has like $10,000 worth of hair on her head? I'm sure she has had. Right. Maybe not at one time, yeah. but I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. she. You I know, the hair closet. She's a. I she's, know, a I, she's a big musician, like, and she's invested in her career and her look, so she has to. Yeah. That's how you win. A lot of these girls. That's, they, how, you that's win. how you win. A lot of girls. When you wear, honey, the more hair you have, the more expensive you look. You walk around with a little thin, little cheap, little weave. No. Mm. God, maybe that's I need how you some win. more hair because she's investing herself. Most of that's more, a lot of my clients that I work with. They have no problem investing in themselves for their look. And that's, well, that's they, job and, that, and that's too. how they win, though. That's how yeah. they win. When you, when you compare to other artists who are like penny pinching and trying to figure it out and do it, no, you you could see right through it. Like mm. you see, Rihanna, you make money. Yeah, it does. You have to invest in yourself. That's one of my things that I always tell people who ask me for advice. Whatever, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Some girls, even with hairstylists, like I, they have people in my field that oh. I don't, I don't do that. I, I wouldn't buy this to to bring it. I was I would I would spend my money to buy X amount of wigs to bring to my client and show her and 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 invest in that because she will appreciate it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not thinking about oh how I'm gonna get my money back. Oh my god, because this is my craft. This is my profession. If I buy this one wig, that's gonna take me everywhere I need to go. If I invest this couple of hundred dollars in this wig, right. you know, how much hair is in your house and where do you keep <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, where well, is all I your tell stuff? You guys, <laughs> like when you travel, I'm like, you're, who's your guy? <laughs> no, we're, we're not getting that out of her. I know <laughs> that. But like, when you travel, obviously you're you don't know what you might need to do at any time. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have like a room full of hair? Well, I have I have a salon, so I keep hair there. Oh, right. You know, I have I have like a, a big uh, oversized suitcase with a bunch of wigs. I have hair in different places, like you know, because some things some I have costume wigs that I won't use, like hot pink, blue that I won't use every day so I'll just keep those in storage then I have the ones you that have I keep with me storage facility with all the yeah stuff. well at the salon we keep oh, okay. it I keep it mm-hmm. in storage and then I have wigs that are realistic that I'm using more do you they know. always have to be on a head when they're in storage to keep the shape no, no not okay. always not always because I picture this room of like all yeah. these heads with different that's things. nice like that's ideal if I can get a, a, a room and just have Ooh. heads up like a real you know wig what? store that'll be amazing yeah. but you don't in have few, to in a few years I see yeah. in a few years I would, I would really like that well, invest in yourself but when I travel the hair travels with me Always yeah. like so all cool. the wigs, the hair, they all like all my carry on because you don't want to lose that. And you can you can style these wigs. Can you this is a silly question? Mm-hmm. Anyone who has a wig, don't like laugh at me the, the, for <laughs> well, not knowing human this. Human hair, but you can wash it, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, and I know you, you can style it, right? Yes. Now, speaking of styling, when um, we were at the Unilever trip, like yeah. a, you know, 
six months ago or whatever, you did the most amazing waves on me. Oh, you had a flat iron. Oh waves. my god! But I did. I think you used a Marcel iron did at I? some point, or maybe you just had it. But I didn't. I was, did, I, did I do it like this? Yeah, did, yeah. Did, that yeah. was a flat iron. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I totally messed up there, but I know you had a Marcel iron. I did. And a lot of people don't have that in their kit. Not Why anymore. You, Back to anymore. But you, you have one, and I was like. This, that's that was so weird to me, but like so cool. And I know that you're a fan of them. Why? Well, I'm gonna be very contradictory right now, okay? Because I work with a lot of black girls, okay? And sometimes <laughs> these black girls need to. Re- I need to really get in the root because if they, if your hair is really kinky, I may need to pre- use a pressing home. The flat iron may not be small enough to get at the root of your hair. So people understand so, these are without a clamp. Yes, you stick, them, you stick it in a. They're real old school industrial. Yeah, they're and you, really cool. Yeah. Google image them. We'll, Metal. We'll, we'll, we'll put yeah. it. We'll put it on the, the Marcel on the iron. So I still carry them for for numerous reasons. Like I said, I do a lot of African American girls, so I never know what I'm going to walk into. People call Ursula Steven and and just know that. They don't have to do anything. They're just going to be fine. You, you so I have to all. bring everything. So you never know. I may need to really press someone's hair out, so I have to have that. Then there was time, one time where my plugins in Europe got burnt out, and thank God I had those because I just put those right in the fireplace, and it was like... Oh, curly. my God. That's yes. so funny. Yeah, because the voltage over yeah. there. Yeah. And that was my first trip to London. It was my first trip to London with Re for promo years ago, probably like... Probably 07, 08, something like that. You and just put those like hot, t- like you just yes. heated up those tongs. Well, they're, yes. they're just like metal yeah. tongs. It's so funny. That's it. That's so funny. And it was the last day of the trip, and I went, we had a great trip, breezed through everything. Every, every you know, venue we went to, every shoot we went to, they had all the things that I needed. And for some reason, that last day at the hotel, she wanted her, she, I think she maybe was going to dinner or something, and I was going to style her. And I plugged it in and burnt out, and I was like, <gasps> and Obviously, she stays in the best rooms in every hotel we go to. So they have like everything, fireplace. And she had a little fireplace. And I literally you put the iron on the stove and in the fireplace and curled her hair and finished. That's you, hilarious. You yeah. don't have any sort of temperature regulation, but you just know from oh, like, I know. you know. Yeah. Do you ever you have te- to use a white, you have to use a white towel. And then you just touch it yeah, on there and you'll know from the steam. it turns brown and it's too hot. So usually what you do, wherever you work, you'll put... That towel next We're to the so stove. We're so spoiled now. Like back in the oh, like, yeah. 20s and 30s, oh, like, oh my God, you could kill yourself. But that's how you do it. It's a spoiled industry right now. What? Trust me. It is a spoiled I've given industry. I get it makes for stylists who don't have that skill set that you have because yeah. they never had to like do it the hard yeah. way. Flat irons, the new age flat irons really make us lazy. Yeah. Do you, yeah. But do you like Marcel irons for everybody? Like, cause I no, would, not no, for everybody. Uh, not for it's everyone? not necessary. Okay. I just it's like the pros and cons type of thing. You know, like now, I have. It's funny because I have a, a hairstylist friend, and he wants to get back into the game. And he's you know a little older than me, maybe almost fifty. But you know, he does. He still does good hair, but he's old school because you know he still uses Marcel and things mm-hmm. like that. And he's like very anti flat iron. And I'm like, listen, you have to get with the program because <laughs> you're not going to be able. Because the thing, the the, the downsides about using the Marcel is that you always have to keep going back and mm-hmm. heat it up. You gotta mm-hmm. keep going back and heat it up. So if you're kinda in that rush, a flat iron will be better for you because you can just oh, keep yeah, swiping. Yeah, yeah, swipe, yeah, swipe. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it's you just use it when you need it. Right. Just use What's your you favorite flat iron? My favorite flat iron is well, I'm diehard to do. Mm. I love to do. But I just discovered a flat iron by Solano and they sent it to me a long time ago. Oh I think of them for dryers first. Yes, exactly. And they sent it to me a while ago and I had it and I think I must have forgot mine to do or whatever, and I had to use it. I was like, oh, my God. This is, is my ceramic? Ceramic. It's so good. Yes, it's so good. Do I have it in my bag? 
No. I love if you just pulled a fly iron. I know I just took it out because I just traveled. So yeah. I travel my fly iron sometime in this bag too. And what are some of your favorite products? Let's talk about you personally. Yeah. Doesn't even just have to be hair. My favorite products, beauty wise, I love exfoliants. Like I love any type of scrub for my face and things like that. I love I like no scrub. I'm having a test. I like exfoliants. Like I like, which ones? Uh, I just got a new one by um, Mario Badescu. I, that was the first one I wanted to go like to. Like Kiwi like, something something. I like okay. that one. I like the Dermalogica. It's called... Microfoliant? Micro. Oh! This is a fun I game. I think with me. The beauty supply. <laughs> I, I buy the same thing all the time. I'm still like... And they're like, wait, describing everything. So that I love that microfoliant. That's, that's, that's a nice good one that I travel with. It's good. Um, what about makeup? Makeup... There's some mascara on that I see. What is it? I love CoverGirl mascara. It's my favorite. Super Which thick one? lash. Super thick lash. Oh, really? In the red, fave. Like that's the only one. Do I you use for like years. go to the drugstore and buy it? Yes. Oh, CoverGirl yeah, people, I'm, get on it. Yeah, I just discovered. Um, I think Ava Mendez is behind it. Oh, Circa. Circa. Uh-huh. Who is this girl? Ah. It's my people. It's my job. It's my job. I love Circa. <laughs> yeah, they, it's not the coverage is not that great. Like it's not heavy, but I like because it's light. I like. I just. I love it. Yeah. My new, new discovery. Mm-hmm. But Tim 2 just sent me the airbrush machine. So I'm about to get it. Oh, and I feel like you're like handy, obviously. I'm so going to learn. you'd be good at airbrushing. I'm going to Great. Now, so don't apparatus. get too good because then people, you're going to start doing makeup Girl. and you're never going to have a time. A one-woman show. Yeah. I can't wait to use it. On She's myself. Like, it's not for my clients. myself. It's for me. <laughs> I love Kevin Aquan. I love his concealers. Oh, God. It's like the yeah. ultimate wake Thick. up. It's like... Wake up in the morning, you feel old and scary, and then you like put it on, you're like, 16, let's go. So I love that. What else do I love? I like the um, MAC. There's a lipstick primer. I love that thing. Oh, it's I really know. good. I, what I about I body? Body. This one's a body lotion, on that like, aficionado I'm, over here. I'm very, like, cocoa butter. I use cocoa butter, Palmer's cocoa butter. Okay, it's one of Keep my favorites. Very simple. Yes, that I love right. Vaseline. I love those because I, you know, I have, I, I, I'm always like, I feel like I'm dry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm in well, you're always like doing like hair and you're flying. Yeah, yeah so I use, I use that. I use I like Kerry lotion. Those are my go-to's. Kerry lotion. Yeah. Cocoa butter and Vaseline. Those are my favorites. Okay. And then I kind of go into like Mederma for like little spots and stuff like that. Yeah. What about fragrances? I never tell my fragrance. <gasps> So the first time I ever I smelled this perfume, I loved it. I couldn't. I was just like, I'm sure like how everybody else feels about it when they smell it. When you find your one, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm walking over to smell. <laughs> keep going. So you mm. smelled it. Mm. Oh my god. And I was like, oh my Very god. Pretty. I was like, this scent is driving me crazy. What is this? And then it was like in a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting it. Finally, I found it. I got it. And I just loved it because everybody was was on it. And I and I was like, oh my. I just couldn't. One day I used to shop at Lomans. Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. I know. So sad. I really did cry when it when it when it closed. Yeah. yeah. I really did. That was like yeah. my month when I used to work at the salon. That was my Monday ritual. Yeah. I used to go to the one in Brooklyn on Sheep's at Bay. Yeah. Right yes. after they got yes. their shipments. Yes. <laughs> and I used to go every single Monday to Lomans, and all the, the Jewish girls, room. all the all the Jewish women shop in the yeah. back room. Yeah. They yeah. all yeah. up yeah. there. I love shopping with I them. Know. <laughs> so I'm shopping and I have the perfume on and. Actually, no, I didn't have, I don't think I had it on that day. Another woman had it on. Oh, and you <gasps> smelled it. And I smelled it. And I said to her, are you wearing, and she said, this look she gave me. She said, yes. I said, I, I, I you know, I, I wear it too. I love it. I said, I, you know, I thought it was a big secret. She said, it is. And keep it that way. <gasps> and then you were like, I'm going to be like this woman and I'm not. That's a great story. Gonna, yep. 
That's he a, told me that. You're in the club once you're in the club. Mm-hmm. And one day I, and I was the in the club. And the fact in the bathroom was like too the great. I the love it. in the bathroom. It was like, what are you wearing? I smelled you from downstairs. I was like, no, no, no. Can't tell you. And she told me she worked in perfume, blah, blah, blah. She tried to guess. I was like, You're like, no. shove it. So it, just, and so it became, and this is like, I've been wearing this perfume for maybe, for maybe 10 years. If Rihanna asked you, would you tell her? She asked me. I never told her. Oh, oh my God. She asked me. I did not tell her. <laughs> she asked me. I did not tell her. You know what? And she was cursing I love that. I love that. Okay. So, you know, if you're not going to tell yeah. Rihanna. No. I was like, Fat no. Mascara, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel I was so like, I love deprived. you, boo, but that's the one thing you won't get. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. Other Thank Everything else me. but that. That's it. Are we done? We're yeah, done. done. We're done. Sure. over. Yeah. We're done. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove.
everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Alamoves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. It's over. <laughs> and that was Miss Bell, our producer. <laughs> I, you know what, Deborah Lipman, she never came back to us with the jazz music. So Bell is it. It's time to raise a wand. <laughs> shall you go first? You're still I, giggling. I, I, I shall. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't. I can't handle it. Um. So mine is a fragrance. Oh, big surprise. I haven't. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I haven't done it. I haven't done a fragrance oh. like. I've been all it's because we were talking hair. about fragrance foundation. I forgot. Yeah, I thought that was reason one. But I also I've been done. I've been doing hair for the past like few weeks. I'm excited. What fragrance? So I am doing "You Are Someone Like You" by I can never pronounce this brand. So please don't laugh. Etat Libre de Orange. I you, thought that was pretty good. Really? Etat, yeah. I, Etat Libre. That's a very cool brand with a very cool bottle, and they did all the like weird like secretion scents and mm-hmm. things like that. Why do you like this fragrance? Well, this one I have to give a shout out to the person who created it. It is previous pod uh, guest Chandler Burr, and just like general perfume genius, he, and like still one of my faves on the podcast. The, his episode is definitely in my top. It's an five. early one. I think it's like four. I think it's four. four or something. Go like have that. a listen. It's he's he's so funny and he's so great. He's so smart. He's the best fragrance writer I've ever met. Um, so this is you it's called you or someone like you it's for men it's for women it's for all people all kinds it's it's a light citrus a little musky it's based on his novel which just gives it a little extra air of romance and intrigue you or someone like you the name the whole thing gets me but I also love that it comes in a roller ball I just have to add that because this is a very expensive line and it's available at Sephora I am noticing this trend of fragrances like like hoity toity fragrances doing roller balls now which I really love yeah making it more accessible and you just brought me some di- diptyque yes I just brought Jen some diptyque roller balls um I so- smelled this it's like Fresh air in LA, but not like yeah. stinky, smoggy air. Not the, exactly, like but breeze. The, but there's also yeah, there's a dryness to it, like a dry, like a powdery desert dryness. Yes, dry, powdery sunshine. Bam, we've done it. That I can't even say anything better. That's exactly what. What it is. is yours? 
well, it's not going to be that evocative and poetic, god damn it. I know Chandler is probably shaking his head being like, that's not it, because Chandler can turn out a description like no No, I think business. you described it really well. It's lovely. Um, okay, so I was in Spain visiting um, one of my many gay ex-boyfriends. <laughs> I have a couple. Anyway, so in his bathroom, I got a little bit sun. I had SPF 50 on. I'm sorry. But, you know, a little bit the of Persian sun. in me Bronze wants to. Bronze beauty yeah, over here. He wants to be brown. So he's like, oh, try my Le Petit Marseille. And I said, oh, my gosh, I know this line. They just launched in the U.S. Um, so oh, it's a yeah, very famous yeah, yeah. shower gel line. But they also do body lotions. Oh, cool. And I I've remember never seen this. when they launched in the U.S., maybe they just launched like a month ago. I smelled them all, and I was like, oh, they're all too fruity and scented. It was just too much scent. But I still have to get back on the body lotion bandwagon because you've told me I should. Take care so of the body. So he had one that was called... In French or Spanish or whatever, it was Hydratante Reparation, which was hilarious because I kept calling it like my reparations lotion, which is completely <laughs> politically incorrect, whatever. <laughs> but it's a repairing, hydrating lotion. So I looked it up in the U.S. It's just called um, the Shea Butter, Aloe, and Beeswax version. So they have peach and apple, Sounds whatever. very hydrating. I'm not about that. I was about this one, Shea Butter, Aloe, and Beeswax. The scent is like just like cotton and like soft, not too cocoa buttery. Mm. And so my skin was dry because I got too much sun and it reparationed me. Well, I, you know, you, you did look, I saw you when I got out of the taxi cab and you're in this like white, like, I don't know what this is, this outfit, but trapeze? it, it's, it's one of these How chic, say that word? trapeze, Tra trapeze, it's a trapeze. trapeze. Um, I, you look very my, chic uh, and yeah, summer in New York. And I did my think skin you looked look good and listening in hydratante. You look very hydratante. Nice. Yes. So raise a wand, people. Raise a wand. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 